Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. So yesterday we talked about the first two reasons. Number one, God wants to provide your finances. That that yeah, God wants you to provide finances that help you pay your taxes and obligations. And uh, you can see the, the scripture reference, Matthew twenty two twenty one. 21. Uh, number two, God wants you to have enough finances to give gifts to your children and those you love. Yes. And you see that in Matthew 7, 11. Yes. And number three, God wants you to have enough finances to help the poor. So that's what we're up to. God wants you to have enough finances to help the poor. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17. And I'm reading from the King James Version. And my wife is going to look up the New Living Version. And it goes like this. Drop me a beat. You know. <laughs> it goes like this. Proverbs 19, 17. He that hath pity upon the poor leadeth unto the Lord. And that which he hath given will pay him again. New Living Translation. Yes, it says verse 17, Proverbs nineteen seventeen. And Michael Vitalich did have the best wife in all the land. And he did. <laughs> okay. 17. If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you. Come on. That's simple. God wants, listen, it's not a matter of how they, they, they got poor, okay? It's not a matter of who their father is in the natural. It's all that matters is God wants you to be able to help somebody. Because sometimes people get into financial situations where they made a mistake, they repented, but it still doesn't change the financial responsibility that they have. Sure. And you're, you could be a blessing to someone, to help them in a financial situation. You know, God wants to be able to, to use you to bless the poor, to help the poor, help the needy. You know, and whether you, you personally give them finances or maybe you help them in like what our church is doing, Riverside Assembly of God, um, feeding them. Yeah. Helping people. That, you know, all that clothing people. Yeah. You're helping somebody in need. You know, you're helping somebody in need. And God wants to provide that extra finances so you can be that blessing. Instead of, instead of saying, you know, for instance, you know, um, it's called meet the need. Hashtag meet the need. You're a need meter. I go up to, to Sarah. Hey, uh, Sarah, you know, I'm in a tough bind. Uh, I'm in between jobs. And I need about $300 to uh, just... To, to pay all my, my electric bill so my power doesn't come off, okay? Uh, now, instead of Sarah praying to God, God, I pray that you would send somebody. No, my friend is struggling. I have the means to help somebody. I'm blessed to be a blessing. You don't need to pray. Here you go, my friend. Here's, here's a check for $300. Here's $300. I'm so, God wants you to meet people's needs. Glory to God. God wants to make it so you, you have enough left over. $300 ain't going to break the bank. $1,000 ain't going to break the bank. You know, I remember, I remember somebody in, 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 that was going to school with me, in ministry school. 
They needed, they, they were in a tight spot. They're good people, good people. And they, they, just needed, they just needed a little help with their finances. Hey, Tina. And, um, you know, I knew them. I knew them. I knew them personally. I knew their fruit. I knew they were good stewards of things. So don't just, I'm just saying this, don't give people random money that you don't know. You know, obviously pray, be led, you know, but if you know the person and you're able to meet a need, that person needed, needed a thousand dollars. And I said, I have a thousand dollars. And I said, here you go. I wrote him a check for a thousand. I met a need, you know, whether that person paid me back or not, it wasn't going to break my bank. I had enough coming in. Glory to God. The, the gentleman did actually pay me back. Praise God. And, and, and now I'm not going to tell you who he is, but the gentleman is very, very well off. Glory to God. God, say it, say it out loud. God wants to make sure he, I have enough to help the poor. Glory to God. That was point number three. Point number four, God wants you to have enough finances to send ministers throughout the earth preaching the gospel. You know, I had somebody hop on, watch my broadcast, commented, and I hope the person's on right now because you know, they said, oh, it's all about you and you giving, and it's not about me. I don't want you to give to me because you like me. I want you to give because that's what God wants you to do. I want you to give because maybe it'll help you set you free from your stinking thinking. You know, the gospel needs to be preached. It's not just going to happen by itself. Yeah. I don't care how hard you pray. The gospel takes, it takes people to be obedient to God, to go out to the world, to preach the gospel. It takes somebody passionate enough to go. And it takes finances. Finances, if you're writing notes, write this down. Money is a tool. Money is a tool. What you decide to do with your money is completely up to you. No yeah. pressure. You could, either, you could either partner with Netflix, partner with Amazon, partner with Starbucks. You could partner with, uh, you know, Marriott, Timeshares, uh, time whatever. But are you partnering with somebody preaching the gospel? Yeah. Are, you know, are you giving extra to your church? It's, it's not about me. Write a check to your church for 10, 10 grand. Buy and spend the money in your church. Sow a seed on offering in your church. If your church is, is producing soul winners, if your church is going out and sharing the gospel, make sure it doesn't stop. Yeah. You know, there's so many religious people who say, oh, it's all about you. It's all about your finances. The money's going to you. You just want to make people poor. That's rubbish. It's absolutely rubbish. The fool for someone to even think like that. That person is, doesn't like giving. That's what that is. That person reacted like that because that person doesn't like giving, doesn't want to talk about finance. Finances is like a, it's like a hot button type of situation. Well, why do you need money? To, why do you need to travel on a, a nice jet? Why do you need to travel in first class? Because, I'm, you, you know, you're a minute, you represent the kingdom. You represent the kingdom of God. It's okay for, for you know, um, Jay-Z, listen, I saw a video on the private jets that went to the Super Bowl in L.A. The private jets, the Bill Gates, the, you know, the, 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 the rappers, the, the sports. It's okay for them to have a private jet so they can go and sin, so they can go and, and, and push their, um, I'm not even going to get into it. Glory to God. But God wants, God wants you 
to be able to sow a seed into finances, to send ministers throughout the earth preaching the gospel. And Romans 10, 15 says, And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are their feet of the preachers of the gospel of peace that brings glad tidings and good things. Read your version. Oh, I had something else. Oh. What was it, Romans? Romans 10, 15. It's, it's joy. You know, the gospel is defined as good news. The gospel is defined, I mean, that's what we bring. We bring good news. And, and whether you're, you sow a seed into our ministry, whether you sow a seed into your home church, look at what they're doing for the gospel. Look at what they're doing to advance the kingdom. It's about advancing the kingdom. It's not about me. It's not about my, my pocket. It's not about what's coming to, oh, you're just giving it to, to a man. No, you're giving to God. You're giving to the work of the gospel. And there's a clear difference. Romans 10, 15 says, And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring the good news. That's good. Emily, Emily Smith. Rubbish. I like that word. <laughs> I was going to say off of uh, what you were saying, yeah. it's a, because I'm sure a lot of people on here deal with this, whether, whether you are in ministry or you, there's, because there's two sides. You're either in ministry mm -hmm. or you're funding the ministry. Yeah. We had this conversation. And we just talked about this, night. yeah, of how if we were not in ministry and we were working jobs that produced X amount of money, we would be funding the oh, ministry. Yeah. We would be giving, like, we would be funding. If we weren't in a place where we could go and do ministry and travel and preach yeah. and lay hands and teach and, and do all of the things, we would be funding it. Like, there isn't, it's not a... You know, that's just, that's just, it's yeah. that, it's that love for ministry. You know, some people aren't called to travel and preach. Some people don't like planes. Some people don't like car rides. But some people don't like traveling. Yeah, some people don't like people. You know what I mean? When my <laughs> wife and I, we get into a car and we're, we're off, you know, we're going to be in Kentucky. That's like a seven, eight hour drive from where we live. There's that grace that comes on us where it doesn't feel like we're, we're traveling. It doesn't feel like we have... We, we've, we've lost eight hours, glory to God. But then that's the beautiful thing about a partnership. When you partner with somebody that's preaching the gospel, you're sending them. It's because of your obedience to God that they're able to preach the gospel, that they're able to go into the highways, yeah. the byways, that they're able to do that. And, and I was going to say off the lines of, of like the comments that we got last night and probably we'll get through this whole part series. I love it. Is that it's a... It's a spirit behind the person that's manifesting into, oh, well, you're just, you just care. And you probably get it from family. Well, why would you give your money to that ministry? Yeah. And why would you do that? Why you could have given, you know, all of this stuff. And it, it's so funny because like, it reminds me of in, in John 12, starting in verse four, it says, but Judas, this is uh, about the, when Jesus was anointed. And the woman had, had poured perfume on his feet right before he was going to the cross. Yeah, say that. It says, but Judas, the disciple who would soon betray Jesus, said that perfume is was worth a year's wages. It should have been sold and the money given to the poor. And I absolutely love 
that Holy Spirit had this added into the Bible. In the next verse, it says, not that he cared for the poor. He was a thief. And since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole for himself. Yeah. I love how like that was added in, like not just like, you know, not that he, but not that he cared. Not that he cared. Because he was a thief. And it's like that same, that same spirit, just like how there's still uh, the spirit of depression on this, in this world. There's still a spirit of uh, uh, greed in this world. There's still a spirit of anxiety in this world. There's still that, that Judas spirit of, well, you could have sold that and get, you could have given that, you could have invested that money into the stocks. You could have put that money uh, in, in a charity for puppies you could have done this and this and that and it's like or 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 they or they see ministers and they say well you all you want is people's money and and whatever and it's like you should give that money to the poor and i want not that you care not that you care (laughs) not that you care and it's like we try (laughs) we try to give money away we try to 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 give the money to the poor it keeps coming back ever since we we teamed up with uh feed the hungry yeah and are feeding kids all over the world every single day, made it a point in our ministry. Before we could even uh, pay ourselves in this ministry, yeah. we decide, We said, you know what, we're going to make sure that kids are fed yeah. and people are fed and that you know we're going to see to it that the poor is taken care of. And people don't even see the back end of that. No, they have no idea. And they say the stupid things like, oh, well, you could have. And it's like, I try. The Lord multiplies it back to me. Yeah. I can't get rid of it quick enough. It. You know, I can't. Why? Because God knows my heart. Yeah. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. Out yeah. of the heart, you out of the heart, people give. Yeah. Why? Because they feel compassion. The, the same way Jesus did miracles, he he felt compassion. Yeah. He was moved. You know? And, and the same way when that when glory to God. Let's continue. Amen. If you're receiving something tonight, just go ahead, do a hand emoji. I got Jordan Ranger all the way from Pittsburgh. God bless you, my friend. Um, to answer your question, Matt, yes, well, this week we are on every single night at 6 p.m. Central oh, let me just, time. If you're just hopping on, I'll just pop this up real quick. Yeah. Live Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Central time. So if you're in the central time zone, it is 6 p.m. If you're East Coast, that's 7 p.m. And then- Brandon Galambos has just hopped on. We got to get Brandon on here next week. Brandon, next week our, we're going to have a special guest. Brandon Galambos, uh, all the way from Indiana, and um, he's gonna he's gonna share on serving. Amen. Brandon Galambos, we love you. His wife is pregnant. She's gonna have a supernatural childbirth. Uh, Amen. God's going to use their, their two great kids. Glory to God. Uh, their car is getting paid off supernaturally. Amen. Amen. Actual fact: someone's gonna send them on vacation. Paid in full. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. If you haven't not yet, follow my friend Brandon Galambos. You can go follow him on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, seven reasons. Seven reasons why God wants you blessed. Seven reasons why God wants you to be blessed. Part two. And I'm just going to recap because we have some new people on. That's just great. Uh, be sure to like and share. Um, all my friends on YouTube, God bless you. Thanks for supporting my YouTube channel. Amen. All my friends on Facebook, 
Thanks for supporting my Facebook channel. All my <laughs> friends on CTN, we love you. Glory to God. All my friends watching on HBO, wow, how are you? Glory to God. Someone said, "What? You're on HBO? No, not yet, but we will be." Glory. You're on. You're on CTN. No, not yet. I'm prophesying things to coming into my hands. TV. Glory to God. We're going on TV. Yep. I mean, who wouldn't want to see me on national TV? Woo, man. Look, and I'm not talking the about other. the the 4 a.m. Yeah. You know, on channel like seven. 13, whatever, glory to God. Seven reasons why God wants you blessed. Number one, God wants to provide your uh, for you every financial obligation and your taxes. God wants, number two, God wants to make sure you have enough finances to give gifts to your children and those you love. Number three, God wants you to have enough finances to help the poor. Number four, God wants you to have enough finances to send ministers throughout the earth preaching the gospel. Number five, God wants you to have enough finances to provide what your finance, your finance, your family's needs to unlock their success in their future. Number five, God wants you to have enough finances to provide what your family needs to unlock their success and their future. Glory to God. And you see that in 1 Timothy 5.8, our scripture reference, 1 Timothy 5.8. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. My, I'm sorry, my wife is going to read from the New Living Translation. I'm going to read from King James. Um, but if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his, fam of his own house, he hath denied thy faith and is worse than an infidel. <laughs> this is powerful. This is harsh. This is harsh, man. <laughs> this is harsh. Uh, verse 8 in the New Living says, But those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. You want to start that? <laughs> yeah, give me that one. No, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, what was the, the main... God wants you to have enough finances to provide what your family needs to unlock their success and future. And it's so true. You see, like, if the head of the household isn't working and not providing, I've, listen, and I've seen it with my own eyes. I was close to a family, and the husband decided that. You and used to be a, like a, a nanny, like a babysitter. Yes, for, for multiple different families. Um, and, and the, there was a family that I knew where the husband had decided that he was going to take time off. And so it started off with, you know, I'm just going to take a day here. I don't feel good. I'm going to take a day off here. I don't feel good. And then it started with, you know what, I'm just going to take this week off. But, and, and, but if you could still take, uh, my <clears throat> kid, yeah. um, I'd appreciate that and all of these things. And so I was still being a nanny no matter if he was home or not. And it just escalated. You know what? I'm just not feeling it this week. I'm still not feeling it. It went from like a day here and there to a week to, well, I got laid off. Well, we're getting a divorce. Well, I'm sleeping on my mom's couch. Well, I'm going to get my kids every night. Like I watched it over uh, uh, probably a six month period, maybe less, not yeah. no time at all. The family just, just disintegrate from a few, I'm calling in work a few days sick to I don't feel like working anymore, to uh, divorce, to 
losing custody of kids. Like it, and it's one of those things like that's not, and, and, and they weren't, um, they weren't believers, but it was, it was like still rain true to the fact of like when the head of the household isn't providing, then the, it shows the household shows. shows. And when household is in disarray, there's, there's no order. And you, 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 you struggle. And the, the number one reason why there's a struggle in the family is because of the finances. Yeah. The number one reason why people fight in relationships yeah. um, is due to the lack of finances. Yeah, finances will cause reason for people strife. to for strife, for divorce, for uh, foreclosure, for uh, becoming homeless. I mean, like all of these things. Like, and you might say, "Well, that's really radical and extreme." But the Bible says, "If you don't work, you don't eat." Yeah, and that, that goes and not and you know, although I firmly believe like the head of the house does set the the standard. Maybe you're a single mom or maybe uh, you're just, you know, you're living on your own. That doesn't exclude you from working or from putting your hand to something from starting that business. I've seen the Lord uh, take a single mom and give her an Etsy business idea. And she she got off welfare that she was on for years. She's a thriving business. She's successful. She owns her own house, takes care of her kids, like, like just the things like that. So I'm not saying, you know, you have to go work like 14 hours a day and and raise your kids at the same time. But touch upon what you just said, you know, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it was good. You were talking about providing. You were talking providing about providing for the household. Yeah, the head. You, that's providing the, for the, head. House. the head. You know, and then the you talk about ideas, right? Your friend the Lord gave, gave you ideas. ideas. So if you have your Bible, just highlight this because it's so powerful. Deuteronomy chapter eight, verse eighteen from the New Living Translation reads: Now, write eight Deuteronomy eight eighteen, but remember. The Lord your God, for he, glory to God, for it is he who gives you the power to become rich. By this he may keep his agreement, hallelujah, which he promised to your father at its, this day. Come on, God's given you the power to create yeah. wealth. God wants you wealthy. God, God wants you to provide for your kids. God, God wants to keep your lights on. God wants to keep your water your water bill paid. God, listen, if gas goes up to $20 a gallon, God has enough finances. Come on, he doesn't need to tap into reserves. Come yeah. on, somebody. God will give you the power to create wealth. God will give you the strength. God will give you the wisdom. God will give you the idea. For it is, it is read, it from, read it again. Let me pull it up one more time. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to become rich. By this, he may keep his agreement. Listen, if he hasn't given you the power, that means God's out of his agreement. By this, it is he, by this, he may keep his agreement with he promised to your father. Come on. God is a God of giving you supernatural ideas. Listen, he will provide for you. He will give you power to create wealth. He will give you that idea yeah. in the business in the late night hour. Wow, this is a great idea. It's the next Facebook. Wow, this is this is bigger than the Tesla. Come on. This is the biggest thing since sliced bread. He will give it to you. He will give someone says, how do I do how do I get that power? How do I get that? Read your word. Yeah. Read your word. 
Spend time with the, with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, spend time with the Holy Spirit. Ask him. The Bible says in Jeremiah, call unto me and I'll answer. I'll show you hidden things, mystery secrets. Yeah. Come on, somebody. That's good. We're living in the greatest hour. We're living in the greatest hour, the, the greatest time right now, because there's going to be, there, and it's already happening, there's a transfer of wealth. There's going to be a transfer of wealth. Yeah. Where at one point the wicked have all the finances. But then suddenly, the righteous, the righteousness, the righteousness of God's kids have the finances, have the power, have the final say. Yeah. That's right. I was going to say, that's right, man. <laughs> that's right. If you don't know, our church started the food pantry in August. And the Lord spoke to our pastor, Pastor James Haishu, uh, during a 50-day revival meeting. And glory to God. He saw it. He saw us having our church having a food pantry. And let me tell you, when there was, when there was no avocados in, in Illinois, in Rockford, the avocado band, we've got pallets of avocados. <laughs> Come on. When they say, when they say there's going to be no bread because the wheat's too high, we're going to get pallets of bread, pallets of wheat. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Your economy is not based in this world, your economy is based in the kingdom of God, the so excess, good. the overflow. Come on. And suddenly miracles. I have the greatest gas mileage. Come on. Come on. Miracles could happen for you. Suddenly. When was the last time I filled up? Oh, it's been months since I filled up. My truck never ran out of gas. Glory to God. Fill your tank up once and you will never run out of gas. Come on. Those are the type of miracles we're going to see. What's your gas mileage on your truck? I don't run out of gas. Don't, but you got to put gas in it. It's just always filled. Glory to God. Come on. God will give you the power to create wealth. God will give you the wisdom, the discernment. God will give you the inside yeah. scoop. God will tell you something in the, in the midnight hours. Hey, start doing this. Hey, start doing this. Hey, switch this around. We serve, a, we serve the God that knows the future. We serve the God that knows what we need today. We serve the God that knows what we need tomorrow. Come on, somebody. God's not yeah. going to leave you broke, busted, disgusted, begging for money. Come on. He, he doesn't yeah. do that. Yeah. He doesn't do that. And I think too many times we find ourselves the body of Christ in, these, in, this, in this world today where, because I just saw something where it said it wasn't even like this, this rough in 2008, and so it's so easy to get in the natural and be like, oh, these are really hard times. But people forget like the Lord is, like famine isn't new to God. Yeah. Like the the world going experiencing famine is not new to God, and He's so good. He rained down man, uh, manna and quail yeah. for His uh, the His children to eat. You know what I mean? He He supplied Elijah with a raven to to bring him food. He yeah. supplied um, Joseph with the dream to store up food for seven years during the time of famine. Like he let them, that was insight from the Lord. Hey, famine's coming. You need to store up. And they lacked nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like too many times people are thinking like, oh, you know, the shelves are empty. The gas is skyrocketing. You know, this economy, the work, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, why are you still talking about that? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, why are we focusing on that? And I feel like too, too many times, like, you know, people just forget, like, do you not know the God that you serve? Yeah. Do you not know the Lord that provides every need, supplies every need, supplies you with finances for every need, supplies you with food, yeah. supplies you with everything. with everything, everything you need? Like I was everything. just talking to a, a family in our church who, you know, they they were um, being blessed from our, our food pantry that we started and l- someone else found out about it and like that doesn't associate with this church at all and went and bought them a deep freeze because, and that was something that they, they like need, they, they kind of needed, but like also kind of just wanted, like they hadn't had a need for it just yet. So they said, let me go ahead and buy you a brand new deep freeze so you can actually like keep this food. And yeah, I was, I was, I was told that on Tuesday, they said that they came and picked up food and then went and dropped some off to someone they knew, they knew. And she said that night by eight o'clock, the, that person came and dropped off a, a brand, went and bought him a brand new deep freeze. Said, "Here you go." So it's like you know what I mean, like like that. The need hadn't even sparked yet, and it was already being met. Come on, that's the God we serve. Yeah. What you know, I, and 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 I hope that stirs your faith up. I hope that stirs something inside of you. It's like, wow, okay, God really does exist. God really does believe. God God really will meet all my needs. Come on. Yeah. We don't serve a dead God. We, we serve a, a God that's going to, the God, a God that wants you blessed. I mentioned this last night. I'm going to mention it again. You know, you could either, you could take this word, and if you take this word, and you take this Bible, and you read it, you can't just take some of it and not take all of it. You need to take the salvation. If you could believe God for salvation, right? That you're on your way to heaven because you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you could believe God for deliverance, if you could believe God for peace, if you could believe God for joy, if you could believe God for healing, if you could believe God for safety, for his hand upon you. Come on, if the blood of Jesus is applied on you and, and you could believe God for safety, you could believe God for his blessing, his, the, the, you could believe God to meet that need, you could believe God for prosperity. You could believe God for everything else. Some people just take the Bible and only take the uh, only salvation, everything else. But no, you need to take the word, take the whole thing, take the whole, you know, it's like when, when you get, take medicine. Well, you know, this part is a little bitter. I don't want to take this part of the medicine. Yeah. You take the whole thing. Yeah. You know, kids growing up, well, I don't like my broccoli. You know, it's on your meal. You either want dinner or you don't want dinner. I want dinner. I want that steak. Yeah. Well, then it comes with broccoli. You have to eat it. Come on, somebody. The word of God works. Yeah. And God will bless you. God will supply all your need. If you had a bad experience of it, repent. Maybe you uprooted your seed. Maybe you, you said something that you shouldn't have said. Maybe you, you doubted God. Don't doubt works. You could either doubt God or you could believe God. Either way, you're doing one thing or the other. But use your faith yeah. to, to, for God to meet that need. I'm telling you, he will meet that need. Use your faith. Do you have seed in the ground? Do you, do you, are you a tither? Are you a giver? Are you believing God for something? Some people aren't even believing God for anything. Sheesh. Sheesh. Where's Emily Smith? Sheesh. I sure am. 
I'm believing God for, for, for more ministry partners. I'm believing God for more opportunities to give, more opportunities to serve. I'm believing God for, for a, a TV network to pick us up. I'm believing God for our own ministry building. Come on, I'm believing God for all these things. And he's going to give it to me. He's going to give me a staff. He's going to give me the ability to pay a staff. He's going to give us the ability to, to bless more people. It's going to happen. Why? Because the word works. Because God wants to see it happen. You please God by your faith. Glory to God. I'm going to give you an opportunity to sow a seed into our ministry. We're, we're doing things this year. We're, we're planning a trip. I'm going to say it. Get ready. I'm planning, we're training a, a trip with another couple uh, to Europe. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Europe's going to be shaken. It's been on my heart for such a long time, but I never forced it. Lord, if you want me to go to Europe, you'll open a door. And the door opened for us to go to Europe for one final push of the gospel. The door, the door opened for us to do another outreach in Texas. It's going to happen. The Lord opened the door for us to be in Kentucky uh, this month. It's going to happen. We're going to see souls saved. We're going to get people activated. Come on, people are going to get set free. People are going to get delivered. People are going to get blessed. Yeah. Glory to God. That's true. I know a minister that he was at a meeting once and the Lord told him, the Lord told him, called out a lady and told the, and told the lady, until you go home, I'm going, to, I'm going to personally send you money each month to take care of her, her, her rent. Come on, you know what I would love to do? I would love to find people, and I know there's people out there, that they're in, they were in ministry, they're old, and maybe they don't have enough finances coming. I would love to partner up with them. Why would you say that? Because that's, that's my heart. That's, that's, that's the vision of this whole ministry. It's about people. Glory to God. So I want to encourage you. Sow a large seed. Put some seed in the ground so you could bring forth a harvest. And watch, before the end of the year is up, you will see a harvest. Before this month, will, some of you, before this, wherever your faith is, some of you, before this month is up, you will see a breakthrough. You will see a harvest. Oh, it's not, I'm not just saying that to say that. I don't care about your finances in a sense where it's coming into my pocket. It's not about that. It's about preaching the gospel, using whatever comes in so I could get this word out, so I could encourage somebody, yeah. so the word of God could be activated and to be preached. Yeah. And so if, if you haven't gave yet, if you haven't partnered with our ministry, partner. Partner with us and see what happens. And as a way of saying thank you, this month um, we're actually giving these books away. It's our book of the month, The Law of Recognition by Dr. Mike Murdoch. It will help you grow spiritually. It will help you grow financially. It will help you grow in the things of God. So as a way of saying thank you, anybody that partners up with us this month, along with some other nice things, we're going to send you uh, this book, The Law of Recognition. Yep. And you know what? Anybody that sows a seed of $1,000 or more, we're going to send you. Because um, so, some people like to partner for one year yeah. and pay one shot. Yeah, I, I don't like order deduction. I get it. But for a seed of $1,000 or more, I'll count that as a partnership with us. And we will send you this book as well and some other nice things. Why? Mm -hmm. So the more, I'm telling you, in order for me to get on TV, it's going to cost thousands of dollars. But God, God's going to put me on TV. God's going to put me on networks. God's going to give me, God's going to give me a team of people that I could, I could finance and I could bless. God's going to give me, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Yeah. God's going to send my wife all, and us all over the world. 
God's going to allow, you know, we have some people that homeschool in our church. I, I, I want to take them with us. I want to take them with us. Who would want to take kids on a, on a Holy Ghost meeting? I would. I would. Why? Because they can get under the anointing. They could learn something. They could see how God works. They could see, they, they, it could change their lives. Glory to God. Once you realize it's not about me, I can't take this money with me. You know, I have X amount of years on this planet. I'm going to put my, my, my seed in. I'm going to see my harvest. And when I get to heaven, I'm going to be rewarded. When I get on this earth, I'm going to be rewarded. So those are the ways you can sow. And I want to thank you for standing with us. When people say it's a rubbish thing to give, no, it's not. Because I have peculiar people that watch me, that believe this word actually works. Come on, that they're filled with the Holy Ghost. They know what the Holy Ghost says to do, and they're obedient to do it. Yeah. And you partner, and you reap the harvest with me. That's right. Hallelujah. That's right. Praise the Lord. Amen. Father, bless me. I thank you for every single one watching, whether now on replay. I thank you, Lord, that the seed they sow today, the seed they sow tonight, Father, let it, let it be planted deep, deep, deep in the ground. Let it be planted deep. And Father, may it uproot finances. May it uproot their miracle. May it uproot their breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Father, your word declares what a man sows, what a man sows, he shall also reap. That you are not mocked. So Father, I speak life to their finances. I speak life to their miracles. I speak life to their breakthrough. Father, I pray that you would just give them the, the, their heart's desires. Allow them to see your word produce in Jesus' name. Father, yes. your word declares, as long as this earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest time. Father, I thank you. It's seed time. I thank you. It's harvest time. And I thank you. They are blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I remember sowing, emptying my bank account. And it was the great, I'm not telling people empty the bank account because some religious person is going to say, oh, you, you want people empty. No, I was instructed by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Empty your bank account for what you have in your bank account won't take you to where I want you to go. Yeah. And I did so. Yeah. And yes, I had all my bills taken care of. I had all my financial obligations taken care of. My rent was paid. I had food in my house. My car note was paid. And whatever I had, I said, okay, sowed. Sowed. I got paid that next Friday. The Lord says, give me that too. And I said, Lord, I just sold my whole bank account. And I gave it. And then within 21 days, I'm moving to Rockford, Illinois. Everything paid for. More money in my bank account. 10, 10, 10 plus grand in my bank account. Mm -hmm. I had more, more. I, everything, everything came in. Glory to God. It's true. So I love you guys. I hope that encouraged you. And listen, if you like to connect with us, connect with us. Talk to us. We're real people, um, you know, and we want to help you. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to be able to help people. Yeah. How's our YouTube channel looking? Listen, we're talking about hair care and and. Who's on here? <laughs> Glory. <laughs> um, Victoria says that she's going to. Uh, 
add rubbish to her vocabulary. It's a good name. You know what? You know where it's I got rubbish name. from? I'll be honest. I'm going to tell you where I got rubbish from. Uh, when I was in Bible school, I served under a great general of the faith, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, and he would use the word rubbish. That's rubbish. And uh, I said to myself, wow, <laughs> just like Emily Smith, I like that word. I like that word. I'm going to use rubbish. And so? Here we are. <laughs> Listen, if you're anywhere near Kentucky, we're yeah. going to be there March 20th through the 22nd. Uh, it says Sunday through Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Sunday night, 7 p.m. Monday and Tuesday. The so, address is there on the screen. You can find it also on our website. So if you are near uh, Mount Washington, Kentucky, or you're anywhere near Kentucky. This is what we're going to do for come see uh, us. our friend Victoria. That was a girl from last night, right? Mm -hmm. We wanted to send her a book, but she already had it. So two things, Victoria. This is what we're going to do uh, because I'm trying to bless you, okay? So we're going to do two things. Uh, let us know somebody either in your family or your friends that we could send that book to on your behalf, and we'll say you sewed it into them. And also, if she has a shirt, we're going to send her a shirt. Yeah, I got her shirt size last night. Oh, so you're already in the flow. I was already, I was already flowing. Okay. I was okay. already on that. Well, let flow. us know if there's a friend, Victoria, that uh, maybe you just want. You can phone a friend. You, you just, you can gift a friend. Uh, Matt, if you're on here, uh, I have your book. Yes, sir. I have your book, Matt. You get a copy of this law of recognition. Um, I'll see you Sunday, and I'll give it to you. Um, Mike Murdoch. Man it's, great book. it's so good. It's so good. Uh, you know, that's where we are, we are, we actually use this book. We've we've read this book. Um, we've just finished rereading it, and so we're going through it and we're we're ministering out of it um, because it's important. Yeah. Amen. So we love you guys from our studio to your mobile devices to your households to your TVs. Um, America, God bless you, and we're praying for you. Uh, tomorrow night we're gonna finish this. What's tomorrow's Thursday? Okay, so we'll probably finish it tomorrow night. And then uh, Friday, we're off. Starting Monday, um, we're going to hop on here and we're going to pray. Um, so it's going to be a prayer Monday. And uh, amen. So we'll see you tomorrow night. We love we'll, you. I was going to say we'll also be live Sunday night, but you yeah. can catch it all on our YouTube. So love you guys. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.